to me, money should be something fun that you use to live your best life, whatever that means to you. And so I just wanted people to have a better life and learn how to use money to the best of their abilities so they can live their dream life. And that's kind of why I love talking about money. Hello and welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachelle Minnie and I am the founder of Her Money Club. And the intention for these beautiful discussions is to really collect women's stories of how they've overcome various challenges related to money and to life and that journey that it unfolds um, between the two of life and money. In Her Money Club, we talk a lot about aligning the money strategy and the life purpose to create a thriving life. And that is a process. It's a very process-driven part of our journey that maybe not all of us get to hear about or discuss with one another. So as we collect pieces of this journey to expand us all into what is actually possible for our lives, we are on this adventure together. So I really want us to um, connect with that. And today we have Yvonne Tran with us, and she is going to share more of her money story and life purpose with us. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, what you're up to in the world, and um, just a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so my name is Yvonne, and I live in the Pacific Northwest in Oregon. I've lived here my whole life. And I, funny enough, I actually do finances um, as part of my job and my business. I'm a financial coach and educator, and I love it. And the reason why I started teaching people about personal finances is because I got lucky enough to end up in a personal finance class way back when I was in high school and it changed my life forever. And from there, I learned all the fundamental skills I needed to make my financial life a success. Um, But most people don't go through that class. And when I entered the real world in college and a working real corporate job where I saw people deal with money, I realized that a lot of people were not taught the fundamentals of personal finance. And that really broke my heart because to me, money should be something fun that you use to live your best life, whatever that means to you. And so I just wanted people to have a better life and learn how to use money to the best of their abilities so they can live their dream life. And that's kind of why I love talking about money. And I guess more about me, I love crafts. And so obviously you need money for that, right? Like crafts, coffee, tea. I'm just very, I love creativity and all things like that. So anything that has to do with that, I love talking about it. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. Thanks for sharing. And I think you're right. Like if we can help women live life by design and live life based on their passions and their creativity and have the courage to do so, we are creating a better world around us. So I appreciate everything you just said there. I'd love to dive into a little bit of your story with money. And if you can maybe tell us about a time when you had one really big decision from your past that you had to make relative to money, how it may have changed the trajectory of money or shifted how you think or feel about money? Yeah, so this is an interesting story. So a while back, you know how during the holiday season where you use a lot of money to buy presents for other people, and it's just like a time where people spend a lot of money, and that's fine and great. And I was working a corporate job, making more money than I had ever had, so I wasn't really very careful. I wasn't very specific about how much money I was spending. I was just treating people in my life, right? And then 
I got my credit card bill back and I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's like a lot of money. And it was a lot more money than I was expecting. And I realized that I was not like with my paychecks and everything, I was spending more than I was earning, which was surprising because I was very comfortable with my salary. I loved my paychecks. And I was like, okay, something has to be done about this. And I actually have to pay attention to what I'm spending. And funny enough, at the same time, in a separate like part of my life, I was reading a book called uh, Digital Detox, I believe that's called. It's by Cal Newport. Mm-hmm. And it's about detoxing from the digital world through social media and just not um, being so connected and obsessed with it because that's today's world, right? Social media, people are constantly on their phone. They cannot live without technology and they're very addicted to it. So I read this book and I was like, oh, that's very interesting. That resonates a lot. And so in the book, he has you go through a 30-day challenge of not using any social media at all. And I was kind of on board with it. I was like, okay, this will be a fun experiment for 30 days. Let's do it. So I deleted all my social media apps and I wasn't on social media for 30 days. And I was mind blown because not only did it affect my life aside from money, but also affected my financial life. And the reason is, is because without all the social media breaks and looking at other people's lives, I was finally able to pay attention to my own life. And one of the things I was able to pay attention to was my money habits. And so my brain had a lot of space to think about my financial habits. And so I really started to analyze how I was spending money, my money systems. I finally started setting up habits and systems to really support what I wanted in the future. And I think it's just so funny because I loved being off social media for so much that I kind of ended up being off social media for six months. Mm. And during those six months, my credit card bill, uh, funny enough, went down. It like got cut in half because I wasn't seeing people post things on Instagram. I wasn't comparing myself to other people. I wasn't being persuaded with ads every single day to buy things. And I just found that so interesting because I never would have connected the two with constant social media scrolling, with spending lots and lots and lots of money. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that was really interesting. I'm not surprised, but I love that story because it's totally true. The number one question in my career I've been asked as a financial advisor is, how do I compare to dot, dot, dot? Mm-hmm. And that's th- that question always struck me as like, why are you constantly comparing yourself to whom are you comparing yourself to? And why is that important? Right? So it's so interesting how and we all do it, by the way, like you do it, I do it, we all do it. We're not like above doing that and comparing ourselves. And what's so interesting to me is it was even a hard question to answer as a financial advisor. It's like, well, you know, I can pull up this data and like tell you compared to like a 35 year old at this type of career with this amount of 401k. And it's like, it's such an arbitrary comparison, but yet we just continue to do that. And I love the question that I've learned recently from some neurology training I've done. It's compared to what? What are we actually comparing it to? And is that even relevant to like what we want out of life and what we should be comparing it to based on what we truly desire? So that's a beautiful story. I love it. And the correlation between the digital detox and and money is incredible. So I never would have thought, but it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) It it totally makes sense. And yeah, so there we go. That's one tip for today's episode. I love it. Um, 
So diving a little bit deeper, and this might be something like you're currently working through or, or have, have worked through in the past, but what is one thing that scares you about money? I actually love money and the relationship with, I have with money, but that might be because I came from a very secure family where money was always there for me. Mm. Um, I guess with money, I'm not sure like the thing that would scare me the most is unexpected things that come up and hopefully they don't come up anytime soon, like huge emergency room bills, which can be like $30,000 just for visiting the ER, which is absolutely crazy to me. Um, So I guess learning how to prepare for all that is really important. Knowing like how to set yourself up for success is really important, but not much scares me about money per se, but might come as like in terms of huge expenses like that. Totally. So that did happen to me. Like what you just described, I was like, oh, so interesting that you brought that up. So, and it makes total sense that you did. So when I was about eight years ago, I had a large emergency bill come through and I had insurance, but the insurance didn't cover it. And I actually Mm -hmm. had two emergency trips and I wasn't like, I'm not the type of person to go to the emergency room, but it was obviously an emergency. So it's like, well, okay. So blew out all the savings and like actually put me um, into enough debt that I declared bankruptcy because of it. Mm. It was in the six figures. So that's another reason why I bring up the topic of like what scares you because we all have a fear, but it's understanding yeah. and being aware of that feel, fear and acknowledging it and recognizing like, okay, it's okay to have this fear and like know how you're going to navigate it as you move forward. So yeah. in me not even knowing that that was a fear at the time and like understanding like how to navigate through it, and now having been on the other side of it, it's like, wow, okay, there is life after bankruptcy. Let me just say that. <laughs> and you can and you can be wealthy after bankruptcy. And it's so incredible that that's even like a part of my own journey as a financial professional that's been doing this 15 years. Like now I can see the vast ends of that spectrum and recognize like even where people are at on that journey. So it is really powerful to experience things with money and go through the challenges that you might think are scary, but know how to get to the other side of it. So yeah, I think your your fear is valid. <laughs> and it's like, okay, and how do we navigate through that? So um, in knowing that that's kind of the the thing that like would get you, what have you done to like prepare against that? Or like, what are your thoughts to on how you would navigate through something like that? Yeah, so just being aware of what's out there in the first place, like, for example, those huge bills. So having everything in place, like insurance and savings, and just getting in good habits of saving and preparing for the future, and not, you know, squandering all your money at once the moment you get it, which is really important. Luckily, I've always been a saver my whole life. So it hasn't been too big of a deal for me. And yeah, so just preparing for all that and being aware is the big thing that I I think is really important. And a lot of my clients see that as well. Like when they become aware and get clarity around their numbers, it becomes a lot easier to see what's ahead and what you can do and the action steps you can take. But if you don't know, then your anxiety just kind of goes through the roof until you figure it all out and see what's really there to work with. So just awareness is like the biggest thing and getting into the good habits of saving up and preparing for that ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. Awareness is so crucial. And 
I think it's something that people almost avoid because they are afraid to see what's the truth about whatever the situation might be, even though, again, what they're comparing it to is compared to whom (laughs) is is this a bad situation, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you are living paycheck to paycheck, or maybe you're saving a little bit and, and, you know, compared to whom not enough, it's creating that awareness that allows you to be honest with yourself, have grace and compassion with yourself so that you can create those better habits. So you can hire a professional to help coach you through like the next steps and situationally what to do differently. Um, I love that. Yeah. Awareness. I'm a huge fan of just the first step is awareness. (laughs) I know it's hard sometimes too. like people want to be in denial and I totally understand that like they don't want to face the numbers but until you do face the numbers things can't get better because you don't know what you're working with until you actually look at it and once you take that painful first step and you see it then the shock will wear off eventually and you're like okay here we go now let's make a plan and get through it and then when you get to the other side like you said like it feels so amazing and um it will be part of your journey so just Facing it can be hard, but it's it's the great thing to do. I'm going to shift topics to yeah. something a little bit more like fun and exciting and juicy. <laughs> can you share maybe a story and maybe from your own life or a client's life where you experience like a massive money win, like just something so powerful you hadn't experienced before, but a money wins, some big win with money? One of those clients that comes to mind is she had a massive breakthrough and mindset and that really just shifted everything that happened during her financial life and I think mindset around money is very underrated and not talked about enough because it has a lot to do with what actually happens in your tangible financial life because the way your mindset is structured is going to reflect on the actions you take to either fix your financial life or live your financial life so this client when we really um dove deep into her past and discovered how money was when she was growing up she was able to realize the patterns and habits that she was part of was because of her childhood and once we uncovered that uh, when we got off that call she messaged me and she was like hey after I got off the call with you an old client of mine started paying me money out of nowhere and I was like oh my gosh that's so fun and she said that it was because like maybe the universe saw that she was uh, getting serious about fixing her financial life that things started to show up and happen for her and I think it's just so fun that seeing people's transformations from the inside I think that's a big win for me is to see people realize that the way their financial life is a reflection of their habits patterns and mindsets and just really digging deep into that and kind of opening your mindset around that is just so fun for me so yeah I just love that story and I thought wow like what a huge coincidence or not I guess but Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was just a really fun thing to hear yeah, that's an incredible one. And I'm I'm a firm believer in money mindset. And I agree, it doesn't get talked about enough because again, tangible ways, how do you even describe to someone, okay, what's happening in your mind is actually affecting like your real life. Like the money in your bank account is directly connected to what your self-talk is in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's finding this new evidence that you can release some of the limitations that you're putting upon yourself and you don't even know that you're putting them on yourself because of just Mm -hmm. whether it's how you grew up or or how you you just be and show up in the world what are some maybe rituals or anything like money mindset related that you would share with this audience around how you just ritualize what you do with money and how you really promote uh, a positive mindset with money yeah 
so something huge that I do like all the time is practice gratitude and money because when you practice that positive relationship with money then it just comes back into your life over and over again and so whenever I get a new sale whenever I get a new client I just say thank you just being so grateful for the money that's coming in being grateful for the money itself and treating it well so putting enough away for whatever I need like taxes savings profits everything like that and just having a really good relationship with it. And just whenever it comes in, I'm grateful. Whenever I spend money or it goes out, then I'm grateful that I had that money in the first place to even spend. So um, practicing gratitude with money just makes your relationship with money so much more positive and uplifting. And it just makes your journey a lot easier because if you have a lot of resistance with money or a bad relationship with money, then your whole financial life is just going to be miserable, I think, right? So just having a positive relationship with that is a huge thing I would recommend people do. Yeah, absolutely. We talk about this a little bit in Her Money Club around um, thinking money as it comes in and as it leaves, but specifically as money leaves. And the response I usually get is, well, you know, why the hell would I think money as it leaves, right? And it's really powerful when you do think money for, you know, buying your groceries or that latte or whatever it is and like taking that moment because you now no longer have this resentment leaving as money is leaving your world or fears or um, whatever guilt you might have around spending money. It's like, oh, thank, thankfully this money was there. Even if it's credit, like thankfully it's there to Mm -hmm. support or get you through to navigate through to that next level um, of money in your life. So yeah, I think that one and creating that evidence that money is there for you, money is around, money flows through is really, really powerful. So. Yeah, and just remembering that money is this energy being, being exchanged and it's flowing. It's not stopping or clogging anywhere. As long as you um, give gratitude and energy to that money flowing out, then eventually it's going to come back to you because of your attitude around money. So I love that. And yeah, it's just, you know, energy flowing. And even for things like bills, I tell people to have a really positive attitude towards you because thank goodness you had enough money to pay your credit card bill. And even though you are paying down debt, let's say, um, just be thankful that now your credit card debt is going down, even though you didn't quite like you didn't have fun paying the credit card bill, but make it fun and make it positive and just tell yourself, yeah, yeah, I'm one step closer to being debt free. So just surrounding everything in a positive vibe is just so much more fun. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. either way, you're going to spend the money, right? So. Right. <laughs> it's going to happen either way. So you might as well have a good attitude about it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I love it. That's beautiful. If you had one thing to share with every woman in the world, one thing that you feel like you have figured it out with the game of money, what would it be? I think it's that you deserve money the same as anyone else the same as any man no matter or any woman no matter how you think of yourself you deserve it you have enough skills and you have enough worth to go after what you want and just having that confidence is really important because you are worthy just as much as anyone else to earn that money and to bring in that money for yourself and live your dream life and I think that in today's society, it's harder for women to do that just because of the way things are in the system. But I don't want any woman to think that that's their limitation. It's very possible to just, you know, live your own life, live in your own confidence, step into the woman that you want to be and earn the money that you deserve to earn. And just knowing that you have to acknowledge that you are worthy of that. And that's going to make it so much easier. And yeah, just everyone. Yes. Just- 
to earn the money she wants. Mm, yes, you're worthy, you're deserving, and you can make more money. I love all of that. I um, was talking with a client earlier today, and that was exactly our conversation of she's looking for a new job. And in that process, she, you know, the longer it takes, the more she is in her mind sacrificing how much money she would be willing to take for a new job. And it's like, mm. no, she's like, you're going to be mad at me, but I'm like setting the threshold pretty low. It's like, okay, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep our boundaries high. We're going to keep our thresholds high because we are worthy of that, you know, paycheck, that salary and um, the work that we put towards that. Like she spent the last 10 years in her career and the type of work that she does. And so she doesn't have to go backwards, but if yeah. she allows that to be the case, then yeah, she will go backwards. So it's just so powerful to really remind ourselves and tell ourselves like we are deserving, we're worthy of money. And one of my visions for life, and uh, I know you will appreciate this, is for every woman to be able to confidently show up and say, I am a wealthy woman. And yeah. for that mm-hmm. to mean something impactful to them. And yeah. to say, I am a wealthy woman is a state of mind. It's a state of being. And yeah. to allow all of that to unfold within us in our ways of being really shows up powerfully in how we show up in the world around us. So pass that along to every client you talk to about money. Like we are all wealthy already, just as we are. We are all, are all deserving of money and, and wealth and can have it if we choose it for ourselves. So absolutely. Thank you for sharing <laughs> and that. I don't have any shame around that either. Mm-hmm. I like Mm-hmm. you're a wealthy woman and be proud of it and not feel ashamed or embarrassed because mm-hmm. you should be proud of that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the question I always leave people with is, you know, what are we making wealth mean? Because if we're resistant to that word, like, oh, I would never call myself a wealthy man or woman. You know, why is that? Like, what are you making that word mean that somehow mm-hmm. is dictating that it's bad? Or um, yeah. I, I've heard different people say, well, it sounds greedy or selfish or people who say they're wealthier assholes or whatever it is. It's like, okay, but that's one person. Like, why are you yeah. making that word mean that one thing? And could you show up and be an impactful leader in the world, an impactful wealthy person in the world and create new meaning for that word? Yeah. Because we're all making up what it means anyways. So exactly. like, can we, can we create new meaning for that? I think we can. <laughs> and I think it's going to start with wealthy women. So that's my endeavor. <laughs> Yeah. And it has to do with more than just money, too. Wealthy mm-hmm. in relationships, wealthy in the way that you show up to the world, wealthy in your happiness. Yeah. I mean, that matters to your inner happiness, not just how much is in your bank account. So mm-hmm. wealthy can mean so much more than just how much money you have. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love talking about that integration of life purpose and money strategy because they're intertwined so closely that the more we can unravel and reimagine what that relationship looks like, that's where we have our power and can be impactful and really feel the depths that being wealthy can really actually mean in, in all the areas of life. So. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. I yeah, yeah. All your clients and all your followers just to feel empowered every time they listen to you. This yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and and everything you've shared just is like so aligned with that. So I appreciate oh, just your you. your approach to to that. We'll we'll wrap it up a little bit here. Um, I'd love for you to share with everyone where people can connect with you and how people can find you. Sure. So my business is called The 20s Budget, and I started it mainly to educate people in their 20s and 30s um, just to get their habits in place early on in their life. So 
They can find me at my website at the20sbudget.com or on Instagram at the20sbudget. And um, there they can find financial tips. I offer also offer financial coaching and everything like that just to help people live their best lives with money. So I'm so glad we're aligned with our missions in life. <laughs> yes, me too. And I thank you so much for being here today and sharing your journey and just all the juicy goodness you have to offer as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. I had such a great time. Good. Awesome.